0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're introducing you to an organization that's guiding our youth toward booming trade industries. This February, Share Charlotte is recognizing organizations that are cultivating our workforce. Today we're introducing you to a nonprofit that's filling a gap. Right now, construction and energy companies are booming, but their trade workers are reaching retirement. For so long, there's been an emphasis on going to college right out of high school, but that doesn't have to be the case. Men of Destiny is connecting youth with the training and skills they need for these trade jobs, and it's setting them up for rewarding careers right out of high school. Men of Destiny's Executive Director, Gary Crump, is walking us through it right now. Hi, Gary.
1: Hi, Pam. Thanks for having me.
0: So let's talk about Men of Destiny. Where did the idea come from and why uh, do you have it?
1: Men of Destiny, the idea came in the middle of the night after the Keith Lamont Scott shooting here in Charlotte. Um, We wanted to do something different. Our protest is more of a solution. Um, As a child and back in school, I can remember home economics. I can remember masonry work. I can remember auto mechanics being in our schools. And I didn't like school, so I knew I wasn't going to college. So I became an uh, electrician. And from that point, it's just the trades has always been something near and dear to my heart. And it's an opportunity for individuals to be themselves and create their own identity. So I felt that that would be a good opportunity to start workforce preparation training, not workforce development, but preparation. And I feel I had the skill set and the knowledge to do that because of the path that I have taken throughout my career, throughout life. Um, I completed an apprenticeship with the then Charlotte Housing Authority. It's now in Livian. Um, And just uh, that work during the day and going to school at night, and then getting rewarded and becoming a licensed electrician in the state of North Carolina, I just remember the different jobs that I had um, really were exciting and challenging, um, better than any college campus that I probably could have attended and been successful at.
0: So when you meet kids, um, are they aware? Are they even thinking about trades?
1: Most kids, when you talk to them now, they kind of don't have a clue of what they really want to do. Um, They're definitely not thinking about trades. It may be entertainment. It may be athletics, uh, something like that, Um, but never really meet a child that says, hey, I want to be an electrician. Hey, I want to be a HVAC technician. Hey, I want to work with solar. Um, And I feel that that's because uh, our educational system has pushed college for so long. That's all people think that's out there. And when you mention the trades the trades are kind of frowned upon like it's less than but the trades are very very lucrative
0: well and i think that's what's important is that we were talking earlier about livable wages and the reality is is that people are working working hard but they're not necessarily making money and so the the difference is is if their parents are doing they're seeing their parents work hard but they're not making that money but they can work hard and and have a trade, and, and that's not only livable. I mean, you can lift your, your family out of poverty.
1: Uh, I totally, I 100% wholeheartedly agree. Um, obtaining uh, training and skilled trades, it's not only for now. It's for the rest of your life, as long as you can do it. And as we talk about trades, the trades industry is hurting right now because they're are folks that are going to retire that have had a lucrative career, and there's no one to replace them. So the trades are in dire straits right now. So uh, with Men of Destiny, we raise the awareness and we expose them. Our job isn't to make you want to work in the trades, but to expose you to different pathways to have that um, economic mobility and that stability for the rest of your life, not just for now. Like you said, their parents are working hard and making nothing. What's a livable wage? It's definitely not sixteen fifty an hour. That's paying someone into poverty. And if you want folks out of poverty, you have to pay them a livable wage. And not what local government may feel is a livable wage, a true livable wage. And you can obtain that through trades training, skills training, that type of thing.
0: So tell me about some of the kids that find you, or how do you find them?
1: Our youth uh, come from many platforms, many environments, many communities. Uh, A lot of them are referrals from youth that worked with us previously in a previous summer opportunity. Uh, Up through 2022, we were doing summer-only skills, trades, training, and workforce preparation As of 2022, we are now doing it on a year round basis. So that looks a little different. Uh, We go into middle schools, we go into high schools and we do different workshops uh, throughout Charlotte. And so a lot of it is referrals. Uh, It may be a police officer in the community that identifies a young man or a young lady. Uh, I must emphasize young lady. Yes, we are men of destiny, but our program is open to any and everyone. It's not gender specific or anything like that. It's, it's open to whomever feels they may want that opportunity in the trades. And, and I love the thing I love about us the most is that we really just want to raise your awareness and expose you to those opportunities. We don't really want you to become or we aren't pushing you to become an electrician a carpenter, a welder. But we're raising that awareness so that you know what's out there. And the partnerships that we have developed uh, throughout the community are individuals who work in those arenas and they come in and they'll do hands-on and practical applications. So if we do a workshop, it's not just facilitation and someone showing you PowerPoints, you actually get to put a toilet together, put a ceiling fan in, Learn how to operate a HVAC system. so it makes it a little more um, uh, receivable by our youth. Just that opportunity to put their hands on something, so that's
0: right. Because they get they get the powerpoints, they get the lectures at school all day long. So the whole point of this is, if the schools aren't offering what you, the trades, this is the way for them to see it and, be, and touch it and and get a sense of maybe, okay, maybe this is something that I might want to do. But if you're never exposed, you don't know.
1: Yes, ma'am, and we found that out. So over the past couple of years, we've had three young men who started off on an electrical path. One is going to continue that journey, but he wants to work for Duke Energy. He doesn't want to do residential or commercial. He wants to be a lineman for Duke Energy. Uh, through our Levels of Leadership program, we helped him find his self-confidence and his self-awareness another gentleman, wanted to be an electrician, but now his passion for life is really becoming, becoming an EMT. And so now he's taking EMT training. Thanks to us pushing him never to lose his identity and that he controls his destination. And the final young man, like I said, they all three started off on an electrical path, but he really wants to be a barber. So that's what he's doing now. And so when we talk about measuring success, we don't look at Different data and stuff like that. We look at the impact and where someone finds they're happy by going through our our program.
0: Uh, so you talked about the Keith Lamont Scott event. What was it from that? What what was? Why did that make you decide to do this? I mean, people might not necessarily see the connection. Were you were you on the bridge? Were you one of those people?
1: No, I am the person that there was enough people out there, I would say, destroying or tearing up in, in, in a protest in a more physical way. Um, I'm more solution oriented. Um, what can we do to help uh, create a narrative of, of, of unifying uh, individuals? And, you know, how can we avoid those type of situations that led to? folks being out on the bridge. Um, and it's the result when you talk about a city that at the time was fifty out of fifty, um, you talk about livable wages that are kind of extinct, you know, those are the type of issues that you have, and it's unfortunate someone had to lose their life for a city to wake up and, and look to say that we need to do something different. Yeah. Um so our protests as an organization is equipping our youth with ways and means and pathways to uh, livable wages and bettering their living environments through uh, a workforce preparation or skilled trades training, just to let them know that there are paths out of whatever they may currently be in.
0: So let me just understand logistically how it works. So – how, you you find them through all different people you've explained that mentors or or um people recommend that kind of thing and then is there like a set workshops that these kids are attending or or what does it look like
1: remember i said we started off eventually and did four years even including during the pandemic right we were in person doing our oh, summer wow. doing our summer program however in 2022 we decided that the summer was kind of not giving them what they truly needed. What happens between this summer and next summer? Um, but to keep them abreast, so any out of school time, so teacher workday, yeah, our doors are open for them to come into our space, and we continue just various types of workshops and trainings with them, hands on. A um, couple of summers we worked at a local middle school and. Uh, our task was to build a raised bed garden in a community, and that's what we did. Um, and the youth really were receptive to it um, after tearing out an old garden that was previously at the location and rebuilding to a raised bed that allowed seniors that may have had disabilities or individuals with disabilities to come in and be able to Plant uh, vegetables and things like that and then are able to sow and um, reap the benefits yeah. of what the youth um, had planted. So uh, it, it's just it varies. Um, this year round piece is challenging, very challenging, because now uh, we have still have the summer programming. But now we're looking at doing evening cohorts for those that are 16 to 24 Definitely, look, we look at our juniors and seniors, especially our seniors that are about to graduate and have no earthly idea of what's next. Uh, we capture them, and that's through visits to schools, that's uh, through church members and various things like that. So what it would look like, those that show interest, uh, they fill out a, a form, an interest form, and then what we do is on a Saturday – We'll bring parents if the children are under 18 and those that are of age in for a workshop, and we'll just give them a tour and kind of have a couple of um, breakout sessions to kind of show what that individual can expect to experience when they're in the space. Uh, The program isn't for everyone uh, because most of our instructors and facilitators are former military, so you're talking structure and discipline, and a lot of our youth – structure and discipline is not in their, in, in their minds. So, um, it's, it's very challenging, but also rewarding. Um, and there again, like I said, um, it's for men, young men and for young women. And we noticed that our young ladies, they do real well.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. While well, I'm speaking with men of destiny's executive director, Gary Crump, I'll be back after this break.
1: turn to stay in touch with the city around you. Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network.
0: Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com
1: and everywhere you get your podcasts.
0: All right. Welcome back. So, Gary, tell me about Danny Braddy. Am I saying his name right?
1: Yeah. So, Mr. Braddy, um, he came to us last year when we started our year round. He's a young gentleman. Um, His background is being in restaurants. And I don't know much about that environment, but he had an opportunity to train under a Michelin star chef or something like that. And I I recently found out that's like a big to do it is
0: yeah (laughs) it's really really good food
1: in theory (laughs) that person
0: can cook really well (laughs) so
1: he had an opportunity to be a participant of that however the pandemic um he lost out on that opportunity due to cutbacks in the pandemic so he uh came in and he was looking to just other alternatives uh to help him through because he really was devastated. Yeah. And so he also does things like podcasting and videography and things like that. And so we get him to assist us with a lot of different things when it comes to that technical piece. And uh, he, you know, we sat, we talked. And so LOL, what does LOL mean?
0: Laugh out loud.
1: No. What does it mean? LOL is levels of leadership. Oh, and that's our that's our flagship initiative, awesome. levels of leadership. And so he came in and he became OSHA 10 construction industry certified, and he was interested in now pursuing electrical and or HVAC. Um, so he sat through a few of the classes and whatnot, and we're continuing that that uh to work on that for him to transition from having an opportunity for the Michelin star chef piece to now, you know, what can he do that maybe no one can take it away from him. Mm -hmm. And so the skilled trades, as you know, as long as you're living and you're healthy and you can do it, it's, it's always going to be there. Think about it. We had a pandemic that shut, that shut our country down.
0: They were emergency. We needed them.
1: Did you see construction shut down? No. So, you know, there is, that's my fight. Everybody, while everyone was at home, uh, construction folks, uh, trade skills folks were essential workers at the end of the day. Um, So Mr. Brady, he was, uh, you know, gracious enough to bless us with a video. And that video actually went up to Chapel Hill to the school of government at Chapel Hill for the Our State, Our Work initiative, which we were selected one of 13 organizations to be a part of uh, over the next two years, working with our Opportunity Youth, 16 to 24 years old.
0: Awesome. It's awesome to hear that he's spreading the message and then um, he's benefiting from it and then also making sure that uh, you can help even more people. So how can our listeners help Men of Destiny?
1: For us, those that are in trade skills or have family members or know of them, uh, we could always use volunteer instructors to come in and do workshops. Workshops can be uh, uh, performed during the week in the evenings or even on a Saturday. And for those that are true uh, trade skill people, Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) It it never shuts down with the trades. It's true. Um, You know, let's think about it. Uh, It's going to be cold outside and it's Sunday. It doesn't matter. You want heat in your house, right? Mm-hmm. So you call that tradesperson or the power goes out.
0: I was going to say those linemen.
1: You, yeah, you call, call the tradesperson. So um, instructors is, is our biggest, I would say is our biggest need okay. at this time. And then as we roll out transition from summer only to year round, that's going to look different when it comes to funding. Uh, so, you know, we look at the funding sources, the resources that are out there to apply for different grants. So if there's someone that writes grants. Okay. We, we would love to talk.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because that's how you're getting a lot of your funding right now.
1: Yes, that is correct. Uh, we were actually selected in uh, this year's Unite Charlotte first year recipient of $25,000 grant. Um, for our levels of leadership initiative. So um, it's going to take more than that, but we're gracious and appreciative of that. So grant writers and, and instructors. Okay. And a social media guru.
0: Well, so I was going to ask you, if I was looking, are you on social media now? And, um, and do you have a website that we can look up, that kind of thing?
1: So we are on social media, in my mind. But my mind isn't like the social media guru's mind. So, yes, um, we post a lot when we do our different workshops and sessions. We do um, have that presence on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we do have a website that uh, we had revamped um, and it relaunched. And um, when you go to the website, it has uh, where you can fill out the information to get more on what we're doing, um, our programming will kick off in March, um, where we'll get back to doing the workshops. Currently, we're in talks with different employers and um, putting together our next cohort to begin um, our training sessions.
0: What's the website address?
1: It will be menofdestinyclt.org. Okay, CLT. Men of, men of Destiny. C-L-T yes. <laughs> dot org.
0: Yes. Well, we at Do Good Charlotte use CLT, too. So I think people are familiar with that. So Men of CLT.org. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, Gary, I appreciate you so much for coming in today and sharing your story and Men of Destiny story. Uh, you're doing good work, and um, we really, really appreciate it. Do you know someone else like Gary who's doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. Make sure you use the hashtag DoGoodCLT and head to ShareCharlotte.com to find nonprofits looking for your help. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. queencitypodcastnetwork.com.